Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the VRIC podcast. I'm your host, Shaila Faizi, and we are now in the month of Ramadan. And in this blessed month, we are bringing to you our Ramadan perspective segment. Our very first guest is Umar Muhammad, and he brings to us the perspective of Ramadan within the U.S. when you are a refugee, and more specifically, Umar is a Uyghur refugee in the U.S., and he's been in the U.S. since 2016. How are you, Umar? Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. How are you, sister? Alhamdulillah. I'm glad that you're doing well. So please, Umar, I'll just dive right into it. Uh, tell us, you know, things have changed drastically for you ever since you came to the U.S. If you could give our audience a little bit of perspective of how Ramadan was for you back home and how that has changed. Yeah, sure. Um, so when I was in back home, um, as you mentioned, I came to the U.S. Uh, in 2016 for my master's. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, I was in back home. In back home, like the Ramadan is um, different. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, for us, um, the students, uh, whether you are um, the elementary school or high school or college students, um, you are not allowed to believe any religion. Mm. Uh, you are not allowed to practice any religion, including Islam and then fasting. Mm-hmm. So if they know uh, you are fasting, so basically um, they'll fire, fire you from the school and then oh, wow. you, will, you will get arrested. Mm. And then they will put you in jail maybe at least like uh, 10, 15 years. And then... Wow. And then you'll be the you'll be done. Mm-hmm. So um, my, my 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 home uh, is in a small uh, small town. Um, it's uh, south. Um, we call it East Turkestan, uh, but the Ch- after the Chinese occupation, they call it Xinjiang Province. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we prefer to call it like East Turkestan. Uh, so my 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 hometown is in the south part. Uh, the south south uh, air, south region is uh, very uh, uh, stricted. So even the, the, the kids um, the, or high school uh, students, uh, we we are we were not allowed to go to the masjid that time. So we cannot mention about fasting or Ramadan. Like uh, it's it's kind of banned for the students. And then when I went to when I went to college, the college it was in a capital city called Urumqi. So Urumqi is a, one of the uh, biggest cities in China and then uh, plus it's an international city. So that time um, it was a bit relaxing in that city. Uh, so when I went to college, um, I was able to uh, go to the masjid, alhamdulillah. I was able to uh, pray Jumu'ah Salah so and then uh, so that time uh, it was a little bit relaxing, but like even even we couldn't like publicly or, or openly say that I'm going for Friday for Friday prayer. So we would go to the masjid secretly, and then when it's uh, Ramadan time, um, so there were like uh, four masjids around my college. So uh, during the Ramadan time, we would fast, but secretly. We wouldn't tell like uh, the, we wouldn't tell the people that we are fasting. It, it like it, it was just secret. So like uh, during the daytime we, we would be fasting, and then uh, the, during the iftar 
the the masjids, uh, the, the the Muslim brothers, uh, they would go to the masjid, uh, and then the, the masjid they would provide iftar. So we would go there, and then we would break our fasting uh, with the brothers. Uh, but like everything is monitored by the Chinese government, so they know everything. Like who is coming to the masjid, they know everything because um, they have cameras like in front of the masjid, inside the masjid. And then definitely there are undercover uh, undercover cops in the masjid. So like even like we when we were fasting, we were kind of uh, worried, like uh, because anytime you might get arrested. Um, so but alhamdulillah, uh, that time it was um, it was a really uh, unforgettable experience uh, because I was with my people. Uh, we were enjoying the fasting. Um, yeah, it's really memorable. Um, after I came to the U.S., um, uh, my uh, first first Ramadan with the huge Muslim community, it was in, in, in Dallas. Um, alhamdulillah, uh, my first Ramadan with the uh, ICI community, Irving Masjid. Uh, so I, that time I enjoyed a lot because you don't have any fear from anyone. Like uh, you don't have fear of getting arrested. Um, and then you can like uh, openly or publicly pray uh, pray at the masjid, and then you can pray tarawih, right? When I was back home, even when you are in the school, um, it's it's really tough. Like they'll check uh, if you are fasting or not. Like they'll force you to drink uh, water, or they'll they'll force you to eat something that makes sure that you are not fasting. So if you refuse, they'll immediately say that oh you are fasting, and then you will be in trouble. And then at night, um, they would uh, like the, the school ha school has like uh, two three gates. So at night, like after nine thirty, uh, they'll just close the gates. You cannot go out or you cannot come in. So like uh, even if you want to pray tarawih, so let's say you are able to uh, go out from the school, but like at night you cannot come back. You have to find a place from from outside. And then even like at night when the people, especially during the Ramadan time, like a lot of people will be gathering in the masjid, right? And mm -hmm. then they increase the number of cops. And then the masjid, most of the masjids that time, like they were uh, surrounded by the cops. So they monitor everything. So like, it's, it's a kind of um, like, a, you wanna, you wanna practice Islam, but it's kind of a uh, very fearful moment. But here, alhamdulillah, like um, I don't have any fear. Uh, I cannot I can I can practice openly. I can uh, I can fast as much as I can, and then I can go to the masjid, and then I can uh, pray tarawih as much as I can. It's very enjoyable. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. But subhanallah, I think m most of us who are listening to your account, and it's an incredible account because a lot of us um, we take so many things for granted. And I, I am so grateful that you shared that perspective because it does truly give us a sense of how fortunate we are. I mean, I don't think any one of us can imagine what it's like to be under that kind of supervision to practice something that is so basic and fundamental to all our beliefs. Mm -hmm. But alhamdulillah, I am, I mean, we are all, I think, collectively glad that you are here and that you can now practice this sacred rite so openly now are you here with your family or are, is your family still there 
Uh, unfortunately, I'm the only one in the U.S. Uh, my whole family, they are in their home. Mm. And that's the thing. I am, I am sure that you would wish the same for them. And I, our prayers are with them always and always with our Uyghur brothers and, brothers and sisters because it is, it is a true test of faith to be yeah. under such, such circumstances. But Alhamdulillah, I'm so, I'm so happy that you could share your perspective with us, Brother Umar. And mm-hmm. may Allah grant freedom to the Uyghurs. Amen. I mean, Amen. and th- for all of them, the opportunity to practice as they, Amen. that is our right. Jazakallah and so much for sharing your perspective, Brother Umar. And thank you to everybody who's listened into this podcast, this extremely valuable Ramadan perspective about mm-hmm. how much we should be thanking Allah that we are able to practice openly and freely as we do. Assalamu yes. alaikum to everybody who has listened in. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.